You're listening to the Life Center Church Podcast. The joy of Christmas. Amen. There's got to be joy. Without joy, it'd be better. You know, you'd all be Scrooges. And that's no fun, is it? No. I want to share with you about the joy of Christmas because that word comes up a lot at Christmas time, but the joy that I'm going to talk about today is a joy you can have 365 days of the year. I said 365 days of the year, right? Yes, open your Bible to Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 9 through 11. Luke's Gospel, chapter 2. Picking up at verse 9. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them. Now, that's a big deal. Because for over two, uh, 400 years, there had not been any direct dialogue, at least they, they would report, from God. 400 years, that's a lot of time. And the Lord breaks through in this way, sending an angel to, to be among them. Think about it. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, thank you this morning, Lord. That the joy of the Lord is what changes everything. Thank you, Lord, that that joy is not just a Christmas joy. It's a Christmas. It's a joy that lasts every day of every moment of our lives. So, Lord, I pray by your Holy Spirit, come and open up hearts and lives, even the, the most stringent of minds that can't wrap around uh, their mind around this truth. May this be the day of them opening their minds to you, and more importantly, their hearts to you. So guide and lead now, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, people at this time of the year talk about the joy of Christmas, as if there is no other joy in the, in the, in the whole world, and yet, yet there is. Yet there is. But we have to ask yourself, but what truly is the joy of Christmas? This week I saw, maybe you saw it on, on TV, there was a commercial that was run uh, on, on the regular stations, and it, had to, it, had, it was all about buying a California lottery ticket. Maybe you saw it. And what it was indicating was, you will get great Christmas joy if you buy a lottery ticket. I'm not going to ask you to show your hands, but I'm going to, I, I will suggest that some of you that have, who bought a lottery ticket, didn't get instant joy by buying a lottery ticket. As a matter of fact, uh, many people, those who have won, the reality is those who have won really, really big don't get a lot of joy, maybe initially, but then every cousin that they've ever known or not known comes out of the woodwork and put their hand out, Right? And then every, like, like vultures, people that want, to, want you to invest in their, their, their companies or, or, or their quick, get-rich-quick kind of schemes want to come and find you. And then Uncle Sam says, what is my share? And statistically speaking, the, the, it's, it's the truth that many of those that end up winning end up 
everything. So they're lying, aren't they, when they say, with Christmas joy and buying a lottery ticket. So they don't get it. So at Christmas time, we look at the children and we see that sparkle in their eyes and, and, and the excitement, especially the, on, on Christmas morning when they get up early in the morning. Mine never did because we stay, had them stay out till like 2 or 3 in the morning and then brought them. They didn't want to get up early, thank God, hallelujah. But that's the way we used to do it in the old days when we gathered on the Franco side of the family. We stayed out late, but we don't do that anymore because it got too big. And now they're all grown, so their kids can get up early in the morning, and we can sleep in. Praise God. <laughs> but, you know, joy through the eyes of a child is unbelievable. You know, a few months ago, our, our eldest grandson turned eight years old, and we had a, had a birthday party for him, and he had wanted a certain something that really, really badly, and his parents really wanted to give it to him, and, and so... so
And so they said, he's coming to deliver us from our oppression, coming to deliver us from, from the, the Roman Empire, coming to reign over us as a king for the Jewish people. And, and he has come, hallelujah. But God said something different. He said, a great joy. So that leads us to point number two. And he said, for all people. Oh, no. They didn't comprehend it then because, because to them, all people meant all Jewish people. <laughs> Only those of the Jewish uh, children of Abraham. And, and sure, there was a, a few million of them at that time. And, and, it, and, and, and they think, well, he's coming just for us. And the reality is, they held them in that Jewish box. God loves us because we're Jewish and born of Abraham, and, and, and that's who he came for. But the angel went out of the box because that's how God plans things. Beyond that box, he said, we're all people. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty glad of that, aren't you? It's for all people. It doesn't matter your intellect. It doesn't matter your, your, the, the money in your bank. It doesn't matter if you were born in this country or that country. I mean, even if you did Ancestry.com and you got your blood test back and your DNA results, and even if you have 1% Jewish blood in your bloodline, believe it or not, I do. I also have some Nigerian blood, 1% there too. How that happens, I don't know. But I also have like six different nations of, of, of Europe all the way through. And this Bible tells me, your Bible says, for all people. Because as I looked around, I don't see too many Jewish people in the house. But I see people who have been changed and redeemed and, and, and know the one who is they're talking about. For all people, oh, thank you, Lord. Because it is a great joy to, to know that he's come for us too, right? Praise his name. He was coming for all people. The Messiah, Jesus Christ, is for all people. You remember the old uh, children's uh, song, Jesus Loves the Little Children, right? It has a line at the end of the song that sums it all up. Red and yellow, black and white, they're all precious in his sight. They pretty much covered most of us here in this place, right? Uh, I saw a church sign this last week. It said, attention racist. Not my attention. Attention racist. I'm not a racist, but attention racist. Heaven is in you, baby. Hallelujah. Some, some of those people are going to be, just blow their mind. What? You're here <laughs> because it says for all people, all people, red and yellow, black and white, they're all precious in His sight. I'm so glad the Messiah is the Savior of the world. For God so loved the world, not just the Jewish people, but the world. He came for all of us because that joy that Jesus brings is a lasting joy. Isn't it? it? It is a joy not dictated by our situations or our circumstances. I don't care where you are in life, but it, you know you maybe have, have the, 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 the every 
everything going for you, and you may not, but I'm telling you, this joy of Jesus in your heart, in your life, brings you a joy that lasts even in those situations. I've been to many third world countries over my lifetime, and I've seen some of the most joyous people with the people who have the least amount of things in their households. But what do they have? They've got Jesus. They've got Jesus. I've been in countries at high places, and, and I've seen people with lots of money, and they don't have the same kind of joy that those people that have nothing, but they have Jesus. Think about that. To know that your sins are forgiven, hallelujah, that, I don't know about you, but that brings me joy. Because quite literally, we all have this, we all have a, a tale to tell, don't we? We all have a list of things, you know, you know there's a list in, 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 in one of the epistles that said, you know, lists a whole bunch of sins, and, and you and I can sit there, that one, that one, and that one, because we've all sinned. Fallen short of the glory of God, haven't we? And even in our good times, we're not good enough for heaven. But because of that Messiah who came for all people, came not only to be born in a manger, but then to grow and be our Savior and teach things that the world had never heard before, and then to go to to the cross, not for Him but for us. And then three days later, to rise from the dead, hallelujah, and then to promise to send us the Holy Spirit, and then further that, that one day he would come back for those who put their faith in him. I don't know about you, but that brings me great joy. It doesn't matter what I have in the bank. It doesn't matter where I am in the, in the socioeconomic situation. I got joy because I'm his, and my name, your name, if you put your faith in Jesus Christ, is on the, on the is reserved reservations in heaven. I don't know about you, but well, you know, I, 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 you know, over the years, some of my retirement money gets into stocks, and if I get into that, I can watch those stocks, and they go up, they go down, they go down more than they go up, and, and I can go. But my joy is not in that money. My joy is in the Lord. Amen. And I tell you what, if you don't have that joy, you don't know what I'm talking about because that joy is not just Christmas joy. It's the joy for all seasons. It's the joy for every day. It's the joy for the rest of my life. And one day, the joy will be mind-blowing when I walk on the heaven's shores. Praise God. Talk about squealing like a, a pig going after an Oreo cookie. I'll be screaming. And so will you. Praise God. You've got a reservation if you put your faith in Jesus Christ for a life hereafter. But the choice is very easy because there's only, if you don't make that reservation in heaven, the, the other option is not so good. Right? You don't want to go there, but you've got a reservation there. You don't make one up there. Think about it. But it feels good. There's joy in knowing I've got my name reserved in heaven. Not just my name, but a place for me, a mansion being built, a, a home for all eternity with those, with me and all those who put their faith in Jesus Christ. Just this last week, a great evangelist of the church, Reinhard Bonnke, died and passed away. You may have seen that. Reinhard Bonnke was a great evangelist. He, he wrote 
realize in his ministry, over 77 million people came to Jesus Christ. 79 years old, 77 million people have come to Jesus Christ. Can you imagine what his home going was like when he entered heaven's portals and he saw most of his salvations came in great evangelistic works in, in African nations. They literally built a special tent for 38,000 people at a time to gather uh, in, in Africa for him to preach and thousands Millions came to Jesus Christ over his over 60 years of ministry. But can you imagine the joy when he crossed over heaven and some of those who had gone on before him were there? Can you imagine what excitement there was when he, oh, there was cheering from the Lord, well done, good and faithful servant, but yet uh, the millions that were ahead of him and say, Brother Bunky, praise be to God, what you said is true, we're here for all eternity, blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise his name. The truth should bring joy at all times. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter if you can buy everything on your Christmas list or not. It, it, it is joy to know that your name is registered in heaven. You've got a reservation there, doesn't it? It gives me great joy. So what are we going to do about it this time, this Christmas, and all through the year? Let me suggest a few things. Number one, smile more. Smile more. You know what? You'll get attention both ways, but it's better attention when you smile rather than being a big old Scrooge, isn't it? Right? Yeah. I had someone in the first service, I said, they were they had that, that, the face on them and they weren't happy to be here at all. And I said, oh, come on, you can smile. They said, I said, it's okay to smile. And they turned around and looked at me and said, it's okay not to smile. something to smile about. I'll tell you a secret. We have something to smile about, don't we? Yeah. Even in our sickness, we can smile. Even in our destitute situation, we can smile. Even, even when we got everything going or nothing going for us, we can smile. And, and the world needs more smiles. So give some smiles while you're standing in line with all those other people. Get some smiles when you're in traffic and, and, and no one's going anywhere, but you got to get somewhere, but everyone's, you know, cursing everybody else. Smile. Smile and make the world a little brighter place. Amen? Ne- Nehemiah puts it this way, uh, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You remember that this is recording Ezra. Ezra went to Jerusalem because he weeped because the walls of Jerusalem were in shambles, and they were there to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, and, and they were working hard, and, and even they, they had uh, potential attacks from, from other tribes, other peoples that were trying to keep Israel out of that place as, as it is today, but uh, all that to be saying this, things were not going their way, and Ezra says, the joy of the Lord is your strength, hallelujah. So things may not always go your way, 
I mean, they were there working hard, but instead of, of, of complaining, I, I'm, I'm thinking they were singing, oh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. He is my redeemer. He is our protector. He is our deliverer. He is our salvation. As they sing the songs along those lines, they're encouraging one another, and I'm sure smiles came on their faces rejoicing in their song because their God was a living God. God who cares about every situation and every circumstance, and he would protect them. And as you read the rest of the story, you know, the walls were built, even though the enemy was on the outskirts, even though the enemy was about to attack any time. But God, their Redeemer, had honored his word, and their walls were rebuilt. The joy of the Lord is our strength. They may have lamented over the city's ruins, and they could have. their strength. Maybe you can match their despair because of the things happening in your life. But Ezra states the universal truth that's here. The joy of the Lord, of the Lord, not in your bank account, not in your circumstances, not in your situation. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Did you hear that this morning? Amen. And here's the third thing you can do this Christmas. Show gratitude, or second thing, I'm sorry, second thing. Show gratitude. It doesn't matter if you get everything on your Christmas list or not. Show gratitude. If you're alive, anybody alive here? Did you get up this morning? You took a shower, most of you? And, 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 and you got dressed and you came to church, didn't you? Yeah. You got something to be thankful for. Just in that, do you realize that your heart beats 80 times a minute on average? Some of you a little less, some of you a little more, but on average, 80 times a minute. Thank you, God. Right? And if you do a little math, that means that 4,800 times in an hour, your heart goes ka-thump, ka-thump, ka-thump. 4,800 times a minute. And if you do more math in a year, say if you're alive, you always have something to thank God for. Amen? I mean, the world could be blowing up all around you, but you're alive. Hallelujah. Don't you know that even the soldiers who've gone off to war and, and the whole platoon is lost, there is a feeling of gratitude. Sometimes it's like, I, I don't know why I'm the only one, but thank you that I got saved. Well, my friends, you got the same kind of feeling if you got Jesus in your heart. Right? Because the world around us is going, as they say, to hell in a handbasket. But, but if your name is reserved and has a reservation in heaven, you're on your way. Hallelujah. To a place well beyond what we have this year on this earth. And if you're alive, praise God. So here's the third thing we're going to do. Exercise generosity. 
The Apostle Paul would write in Acts chapter 20, verse 35, You should remember the words of the Lord. It is more blessed to give than to receive. More blessed to give than to receive. You know what's true. Whenever you shop, it's very special, and you bought that one gift that you thought that your spouse or your child met thought could not be bought, could not be. I, I want it. It's on my list, but there's no way I'm going to get it. And then you were able to give that special gift to that someone, and oh, the joy that came upon them. Years ago, when we were young and married, and we had no money, and there was a, a lens on a camera that I had looked at, and, 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 and it, it's, I think, for my birthday, I think, but it was so many years ago, I don't remember exactly what date, but oh, I, there was no way Cheryl could afford it. I don't know how she did it, but when she brought that thing, she had he wrapped it up so there was other stuff on top of it, and, you know, I'm like, oh, that's nice, that's nice, and then, whoa, Our church is very giving, and we you give up to the missions, and, and by the way, we did add the Stenbys who are going to Turkey on a regular support system, but, but thanks to your faithful giving to missions, but we, we, have, we have determined as a board that we've got some extra, so we're putting it for specific outreach to our community. And so we took some of that money and, and we, we actually went to five different homes of people that, that didn't have Thanksgiving, didn't even have food for the next week. And we were able to bring to, they're, they're too, I'm glad we have young, young men on our staff here because I couldn't pick up those boxes that we gave them. Two big boxes full of not only Thanksgiving stuff, but stuff for the next week. And, and so in some places were not like right outside their door. They had to pick them up and walk down the driveway and, and get in there. And I would have never made it, but they did. So thank God for them. And, and, and when we placed that, opened the, when they opened the door, I saw these young guys with two big boxes of food so that they would have a meal, not just for that day, but for the days afterwards. I mean, the look on their faces, the joy in their hearts, the expressions to us. I mean, I know it wasn't my personal money, although it is because I give missions offerings too, but, but we were able to give to those people and not receive. I don't know if we never had any of them. Maybe they came to, uh, some of the kids came to, to the Wednesday night. I don't know, but all that to say, in giving that, there was great joy in giving them that, that, that gift. There's nothing like giving somebody something they don't expect and not expect to give anything in return. Let me close with these words. The most fulfilling and joyful way to live on earth is to do now what God rewards forever. Because whatever it costs to follow Jesus fully, he more than repays eternally. Think about that for a minute. He more than repays eternally. Eternal is a long, long, long time. Isn't it? As we go through this Christmas season, let's exercise the, the joy that can only be found in the Lord. You who know him, you should not be the Scrooge of the party. When you're standing in line and everybody's complaining, be joyous. Give a smile. Share with the people. If you have opportunity, pay it forward to somebody standing behind you. Oh, they're, they're, they're going to be shocked. Huh? They're going to be shocked. And then be grateful for everything the Lord has given you. 
even if you don't seem to be giving you anything right there at that moment, the fact that your heart is still beating, you got something to thank him for. Thanks for joining us. For more information on Life Center Church and our ministries, visit lifecenterchurch.com.